Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Cave and welcome to another draft coverage podcast here with my boy Lucas. This is COVID compliant. <laughs> uh, we're here live coming right at you, Lucas. We're having a wonderful day and start off our day. We've got some ionite brewing right here, straight reggae vibes. This is a tropical drink and um, it's 6.4% and it tastes like fruit punch. So in Chino, check them out. It's really good. And um, we're enjoying this wonderful Woo Wednesday with some cool brew. Ready to knock out this NFC East, man. Let's let's yeah. get right to it. I'll hand it off to you. Let's hear about um, who you want to talk about. The Patriots first? I think I'll talk about New England. Let me pull up their spot track because they had a busy um, offseason with all of their free agents. Yes, very busy. And um, you guys might be wondering, like, didn't you guys just talk about the AFC East? And we did, but we had a... Technical issues, yeah, and so. my audio did not record, so rest in peace. But here we go. Uh, they lost Joe Thune, but they got Matthew Judon from Baltimore, Jonu Smith, and Hunter Henry, a pair of tight ends. So Remember got, what happened last time when they had a pair of tight ends? Yeah, um, someone's going to get killed. <laughs> um, but I think that Bill Belichick's really trying to reestablish some type of magic or whatever, because this is a big offseason. We've seen the stats of how this is the most he's spent in the single offseason, and maybe even uh, more than his whole career. And he does not a big free agency splash guy, but seeing how, I guess maybe how people are saying it was really Tom Brady over there in New England. He's trying to cook up his own thing. I like I like all these moves, even though people are like Simon uh, trying to roast me, saying or <laughs> trying to roast New England, saying they had the worst offseason. I mean, they needed to make these moves though. I mean, what else could they have done? That people would have roasted them if they didn't do anything. But this Nelson Aguilar signing, I get it, and they kind of did two years, twenty-two million. I, I mean, people were gonna get after this guy, and looking at the rest of free agents. Um, that are left on the board now. This is like the last crumbs, like the top free agents, probably Richard Sherman, yeah. Mitchell Schwartz, the other tackles, Fisher. Um, they even have Jadavion Clowney up there. And I don't even think Jadavion is uh, maybe even worth it right now. He's had injury problems. So it shows you how yeah. much um, the quality of free agents that are left on the board. They they took a stab at a lot of these guys early on, and they still have some to work with. So, um, yeah, drink up the rest of the AFC East. Yeah. We're going to see what's happening. Next, they also got – Center, uh, David Andrews, re-signed. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Kendrick Moore from that. San Francisco. That's probably my favorite signing. Probably the Hunter Henry in that one. Yeah. Un- really unproven in the 49ers. He was only there for a year or two. I think he could really burst out, especially fantasy-wise. I think you got to look out for him. But it's Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Finally, hopefully he could come back because, you know, he had COVID. Wasn't the same. Hopefully he comes back. I'm rooting for you, honestly, but... I don't know. We're going to talk about that, you know, draft-wise. Well, well, talking about it, and we talk about how Simon roasted the Patriots about how much they've spent about these guys. Well, people pointed out also how preemptively Bill Belichick played, uh, paid Stephon Gilmore way before he had that all-pro season, before he was a defensive player of the year. And so he has the ability to scan out this talent. I mean, all throughout his career, yeah, I'm going to give him some credit here to, to see what these guys put together. And last but not least, um, Kyle Van Noy rejoining and a bunch of other signings here to get a lot of depth like Ted Karras from Miami another center I liked one of the he's one of the better free agents that was on the market he's going to be a backup so I, I really think New England here has a big opportunity to improve a lot from last year and talk about fantasy well they had some of the biggest fantasy numbers early on in the season we'll see if they could really build upon that and um like you said I, I believe in Cam Newton so now let's talk about the draft and guys I'm doing everything on my phone we've had Terrible technical difficulties. You should hear how my um, laptop. Peter sounds. sounded like a, it's like you're near the airport, you know, like near LAX. Yeah, but an airplane. But yeah, it off. sounds it sounds terrible. So um, bear with me while I try to get my next tab open on 
uh, the New England Patriots. One second, let me go to my but yeah. Email. Cam Newton, one year, five million dollar contract. I think this what this was is like, hey, we got your weapons now. What can you do? You were MVP. You went to the Super Bowl. I mean, a lot of people think he's washed up. It's just he just has a lot of missed opportunities. And, like, a lot of situations that happened leading up to it. But you got all these weapons now. How can you not be good? I mean, John o. Smith, I think he had eight touchdowns last year. Red zone target. And Hunter Henry, if he's healthy, he's the third down guy. You got James White for another year. You got Kendrick Bourne, Aguilar. I mean, he could make a play here or there. But I like Kendrick Bourne a little bit better. Kenil Harry, he's still there, too. First round draft pick a couple years ago. Maybe he could get into the mix. I honestly think this Patriots team is sad to say. I'm not going to bet my hair on it. I remember I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think they could get more than eight wins, especially with 17 games now. Definitely not betting my hair, but I think they could be something. You got to watch out for them because they they won eight games without all these. So imagine all these new players. So imagine with all these new players, they could definitely get double digit wins. And it's Bill Belichick. I still think he's the mind. Tom Brady, I think it was 50-50. You know, Tom Brady, of course, yeah. is Tom Brady. And Bill Belichick, you know, he got that stimmy. So he got – he wanted to spend, you know, he wanted to spend some money. And he did. So, you know what I mean? So I was going to ask you, what did you think about their offseason? So yeah, yeah, it was good. They needed it. Yeah. I mean – There's no way they could have not signed these players, to be honest. I like wild off, wild offseason. Not a lot of teams are very outgoing in the offseason. Chargers are starting to get a little bit more active in the offseason. But, like – I like how they got Van Noy back after he got cut from the Dolphins for I don't even know what reason. I, there probably is a reason. I just don't know. They cut him. They signed his big old contract. Now he's with the back with them. So I like a lot of wild and out active off seasons. And the Patriots are probably the probably the most active in the in, you know, they got some good they got some good players. I definitely agree. Um, so going to the mock draft now. At the 15th pick, um, we're gonna get into this later today. We're doing multiple podcasts there, grinding this out for you guys. Um that we think that New England is a very flexible at 15. We could really see them trading down to get a lot more draft capital later on. I mean, this is a rebuilding team, let's be honest. So they're going to be open to a lot of um, these trades. We we really speculate that a team like Pittsburgh could be one moving up. What was another one? Maybe possibly Chicago. Chicago, maybe even Washington. Yeah. But not the later the later teams. They're, they're, they're probably okay with where yeah. they're at. Um, maybe a team that's really looking at to get maybe a quarterback, depending on this first round goes, because a lot of different things could change. I think a lot of tackles are going to fly off the board. Yeah. And so um, to see how, if that happens, like I think they could trade down because I could see a guy like Cosme or Raddins um, definitely going late at the first round. Um, I really think they could get a wide receiver here, though. Um, wide receiver, I know that you don't like the kill Harry. He always tells me that their last – Look at round, last time they drafted the uh, – Wide receiver in the first wide round. receiver in the first round. It was a bust, but they I mean they have an opportunity here to get a really good one. Any of at 15, it looks like on our mock draft, it looks like only two what two wide receivers are off the board at 15. Yeah, two, maybe even just one, Jamal Chase, most likely. So they could they got whatever pick they want. Mm -hmm. I I mean, if they draft a white guy, I think they'll do good. They you know <laughs> Patriots always draft a white dude in the first round. So yeah, I mean that's their go-to. You could just eliminate everyone else. Um, wide receivers, and then also maybe an edge or a defensive lineman or a linebacker. We all know how much Bill Belichick loves to address his defense. Even when, I mean, last year, uh, he didn't really address his offense, even though he lost so many pieces. So looking at what happened this year with so many of the free agent signings being on the offense, uh, maybe they are going to address defense. And so I got a couple guys here like Zayvon Collins uh, from Tulsa, maybe. 
now I'm pulling up the mock draft that we just did. So I give you, um, oh yeah. So one of the mock drafts we just did, we had them trade with Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh to go to 15 to get to Mac Jones. You then, heard that right. Pittsburgh trades for Mac Jones. Ben Roethlisberger, he's, he, they're barely convincing them to come back. Like this is his last year. This is, there's no way he's playing after this. They need a quarterback Hodges or Rudolph. Ru- yeah. Rudolph. He's still, you know, recovering from helmet damage. <laughs> So, like, honestly, they need a quarterback. Mac Jones, he had a shitty pro day, according to people. I think that's good for him. Have him fall down to a Pittsburgh team whose defense is good. They were 11-0 for a while, but, you know, you know, you know how I feel about that. They're reversing teams and just the situations. But 11-0 is 11-0. You can't argue that. I like that you brought that up because I feel like towards the end of the season, it was definitely – I think Bill, uh, sorry, Ben Roethlisberger, kind of holding the back a little bit. He cannot make exactly kind of make the right. Pl- uh, not mobile. Not mobile as it used to be, and that was a huge part of his game and breaking tackles. And also, uh, I think he just held back Juju a little bit. And this is a team that wasn't too far off from having really high offensive production. I know they had uh, AB and Le'Veon years ago, but they were good with James Conner. There was a breakout year with Juju. I mean, we forget Claypool had an amazing year this year as well. Was on fire. So I think. The teams just figured them out towards the end of the season and realized that they were pushing the ball downfield and really – They lost a lot of defensive players as well to injury. Those guys are coming back. So a healthy Steelers team with Mac Jones, one year behind Ben Roethlisberger, who was probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. Let's just put it out there. Super Bowl champion. You know, all the off-field stuff, you know, they keep down off uh, on, you know, hush-hush, whatever. But Ben Roethlisberger could teach this guy some stuff. And I like Mac Jones. I personally think Mac Jones is probably he's like number three for me on my list. But having said that, so I think New England would take a linebacker down there. I think um, that's how the draft would form out. Um, If not, they stay at 15 still. Uh, I could totally see them getting a wide receiver for sure. And they'll get one of the good ones. Jamar Chase or not Jamar Chase. Probably maybe Devontae Smith. um, Whoever. Sean Bateman. Bateman. My favorite wide receiver in the draft besides Jamal Chase, because I think he's automatically going to be gone. He's not going to last out of the top ten for sure. I guarantee that. So, Rashawn Bateman, I just, I just, just love his play style from Minnesota. I like guys from a lot of smaller. Minnesota is not the biggest school, but it's not the smallest. So, I like the underdog, and I think he's the underdog wide receiver in this class. Or another linebacker, I'm just going to throw out there. Lastly, is Jeremiah Wosu Koromoa. Um, but these are the guys I, I really think that have a chance. But at 15, like we said, they just have so much versatility. It's just going to. Um, depend on how the prior picks go out. So what do you think about just these two guys? I really think that um, they'll probably address linebacker. Do you have anyone else? Um, Nick Bolton from, where is he from? Iowa, I believe. Uh, This dude is just, he's a brick wall. I mean, like, there's so much tape on him, just like a runner back, going to get the first down on a third and two, fourth and one, and he just, Nick Bolton just comes out. He has a lot of energy. He's really raw talent. I think Bill Belichick could work around that. Put him in rotation, and I think eventually a starter in later in the season against behind Van Noy, who you've seen what he's done. I think linebacker, their secondary is fine. I think their secondary is completely fine. Their front seven could – I think that's the weakness of their defense. I can even see him getting a defensive lineman, uh, Barmore from Alabama. I could see them getting Quid- there. Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay, I think, is going to fall. He's been falling because, like, at first we were like, oh, this is a cornerback draft. And then we did a mock draft and only a couple were off because all these teams are doing trades. They really one one team trading away their quarterback can mess up the whole draft for everyone because different players are going to be gone. So, I mean, 
I think they should address defense, though. I think they got enough offensive pieces. Cam Newton, see what you got. If any, if they want to be real aggressive, they could trade up to the Panthers at number eight and get a quarterback, a real legit quarterback. Maybe they're not feeling Mac Jones, but if I, I, see, I could see Mac Jones as a Patriot. But I think they're going to give Cam Newton one more year and see where it goes from there. And they'll get a quarterback later. All right. All right, moving on to the Dolphins. Dolphins, real interesting team. As you know, they traded. They, they made some trades, set up their future. They got a couple first-rounders, second-rounders, third-rounders. They traded, they traded uh, up from their uh, – 13, I believe, right? Yeah. With uh, the Eagles. With the Eagles, number 12. 12, yeah. So they traded down, but then traded up. Oh, the trades are crazy. It's like <laughs> three-way trade with 49ers traded for number three. Eagles traded down to number 12. So with their first pick, obviously, I have them getting an offensive lineman. Bengals are going to get Penny Sewell. I think that's, a, that, that's just a no-brainer. So they're going to get Rashawn Slater. you got to protect Tua with his injury history. This is long as, longer than my resume, to be honest. He, he has a lot of – he's made out of glass, and I think they should have kept Fitzpatrick in a little more. I don't think he was NFL ready, but he has a training season – or a training camp and hopefully a preseason so he could uh, get going with the – and then with the – 18th pick, I have him getting a wide receiver. Get a little nice toy, new toy for Tua. Because to be honest, they did get Will Fuller. So I was kind of on the fence here with wide receiver because I also could see him getting a runner back. Kenyon Drake is the uh, – well, Kenyon Drake has been there for a while. I just miss Kenyon Drake there. The hook and louder against Patriots was like one of the greatest <laughs> things yeah. I've ever seen. Um, they got Gaskin. They, I mean, it was kind of like running back committee there, injuries and just inconsistent with all the running backs. So they could get a stud, um, Etienne, or they could get a Harris. I would like them to get a running back, but based off what's going on, I think they're a good wide receiver. Jalen Waddle falls to them at number 18, believe it or not. You're going to see this mock draft. It's crazy. <laughs> um, they, they got a lot of uh, – they, they did acquire some players. Let's see. Um, like I said, Wolf Fuller, he's going to be suspended for one game because of PEDs. But I think my – what Will Fuller, so if he's healthy, he had career highs last year with Sean Watson. His floor – is any rookie ceiling, but I could see any of these rookies surpassing that. I mean, look at Justin Jefferson, almost won rookie. The, well, he almost, I didn't so want to say almost. Wide receiver records, exactly. Right? So I could see the best wide receiver being the talent Wolf Fuller. Like it's right there, but I could see both of these fluctuate throughout the season. So I think they're good with Wolf Fuller, Demarque Parker. You got um, uh, Kaseki. I really like him as a tight end. Those are, that's a pretty good, decent three. And you got some other young guys there. Go runner back here. But I think, what do you think? What runner back or wide receiver? Because I'm kind of like in the middle. I, I, I'm i leaning more towards running back, though. I know you want the running back, but um, I just think how last year went with Tua just being having, having to be relieved by uh, by Fitzmagic sometimes at the end of games. Yeah. And Fitzpatrick even said himself that the kid's going to be fine. And even some people just feel like he just maybe needs a little bit more talent around him because – Will Fuller in there, um, or let's like, let's go back last year. Will Fuller's not even there. And Devontae Parker and Gasecki, that's, that's tough. There's only two options right there. And Will Fuller coming in now, you still have health as a concern. Let's just say he's going to get hurt again, miss a few games. You're right back in the situation last year. Let's get you a talent over here that Tua's going to be able to develop a little bit more of a chemistry, another, another young guy. And um, just I think that's the best option. Miles Gaskin, I don't think he's that bad. And they also got Malcolm Brown from uh, the Rams as well. They got Albert Wilson, Alan Hearns, uh, Jakeen Grant. 
I know oh, Preston Williams, too. I forgot about Preston Williams. They have a bunch of wide receivers on roster, so throwing another one in there. I mean, I think these young guys could, could step up big time. That's why I'm leaning towards running back. Mm-hmm. Ed Tyen will be there. Um, I would be surprised. I mean, it would be an interesting move. So would you put, like, Najee or would you put – I think Najee's going to the Cardinals for sure. Oh, okay. If not, corner, but depending on how much corners are picked before, really. But Ed, Ed Tyen from Clemson, dude's a monster. I think he'll fit perfect there. I think he will. Relieve Tua. Yeah. Hand the ball off to him. He's a power runner. He can get right through there. And with the offensive tackle, like Slater, arguably one of the best offensive tackles, one and two with Sewell. Um you know, I think that will work out perfect. And their defense, look at uh, – um, what's the guy? He had the most interceptions last uh, last season. Oh, my God. I always forget his – not – not um, Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. Byron Jones don't get interceptions, but he gets the pass breakups. He gets all the stuff, not on the stats. On the other hand, Howard gets the stats. I mean, this dude is just amazing. Like, he's one of my personal favorite cornerbacks um, and defensive back um, that is not the Chargers, you know. Over around the league, but I think they're good defensively. They lost Van Noy. They could address defense later, and they set this up for the future. They got a couple first rounders next year. Always find Dolphins always have multiple first rounds. You just that just happens. I don't know what it is. Two years in a row where they had great draft capital and managed it perfectly for the future. And um, getting who who do they have? Um, Do we get them Sewell? I mean Slater. We get Slater. Yeah. Uh, Getting Slater or Sewell, whatever. I think that's a home run. And then getting another one here, I think they're having a great – or set up to have a great draft. And um, I'm just excited for – who is it? Uh, B-Flow. B-Flow down there. Another another year cooking up. Oh, my B-Flo. goodness. You know yeah, what? that's I, a good thing. I, I never heard that one. I'm feeling this now. Yeah. <laughs> 6.4. I mean, this is barely like our first one, but I mean, it tastes like – it really tastes like, like Hawaiian punch. And the alcohol – well, I mean, because I'm hungover. That's probably why. But – Man, this is good. Keep it going. Screw the hangover. Best way to get rid of a hangover, just keep it going. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, moving on. Let's talk about the Jets. All right. Let me let's talk about the Jets. Sam Darnold gone, dude. What? The? It's good. It's going to be so weird seeing Sam Darnold as a Panther. Yeah. Uh, and the Panthers are hyping him up, too. If you check Gassing their, him uh, up. Their uh, social media team, especially on Twitter. Oh, yeah. They, they hit it on the nail right there. They, got, they, they did a pretty good job on gassing him up, which is, oh, man, I like Teddy B, man. We were talking about this before. I like Teddy B. Uh, Roby Anderson's really familiar. He had better numbers with Teddy B, but I think Sam Darnold never got a real shot. Look at his history. He's 20. Dude, he's 20. He's younger than me. Believe it or not, because I look like the youngest man in the world with my luxurious hair. But this dude is 23. This dude's 23. And the Jets just dumped him like nothing. So, and pretty much they got a sixth pick and a second and third, right? Second and third is going to kick them in the ass next year because I don't think the, Pan- the Panthers are going to need that because they're still rebuilding right now. Yeah. So the second and third is going to kick them in the ass. They really got to get a really good number one draft pick next year. They really got to hit it on the nail because they ain't got a second and third. And they're going to get fifth, fourth, fifth, and sixth. I know a lot of talent comes from there, but like still. But they gave up a six for this one. I mean, that's not much. Six one. I know. I mean, a six pick this first for this year. Not that bad. Yeah. So. So going to their free agency, um, this is a bunch of players that they signed. Um, maybe the, some of the biggest ones, Carl Lawson. I think the biggest one here is oh, yeah. Corey Davis. Corey Davis, um, yes. That's a huge one, especially when they lose Rashad Perryman. So you got Memes, uh, Corey Davis, and you have Keelan Cole coming from Jacksonville. So uh, also you have uh, Justin Hardy coming from New Orleans and Sheldon Rankins coming from New Orleans as well. And a couple other Moves here throughout free agency. I mean, they just got Dan Feeney. I think that was today. 
or maybe yesterday. Been, yeah. Um, so this is a team with a lot of holes, though. And with the second overall pick, I think we have it on the wall that they're going to get. Um, Zach Wilson. Uh, Zach Wilson, a quarterback over here. I mean, they just lost. Uh, they traded Sam Darnold. So, they, so you know, they, they have to get that one situated. And then with their 23rd pick, who do we I have? I think they're going to get a cornerback. Now, I, we have them getting Greg Newsom, how the draft is going to form. Um, Caleb Farley right, right before them getting drafted by Tennessee. And I think Tennessee definitely needs that. And so with a quarterback and a corner def, uh, getting situated over there in New York, I think uh, Rob Sala has some things to work with. Unfortunately, the Deshaun Watson situation has gone out of hand. And out of – it's so – it's, it's out of control. I don't – I'm not even following it. And I know it's okay. I go. I can't go on Twitter for one day without seeing something about Deshaun Watson. The numbers are getting higher and higher. Uh, the allegations are getting flown everywhere, and like it's it's pretty it's pretty insane. I don't know. Oh my god! So the top three picks are all quarterbacks: Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Some people have the top four picks quarterbacks, but I don't see wow. that. Atlanta is. That's I don't see it, story. dude. Maddie Ice, dude. Yeah. He still got it. I mean, he he he's on and off, but. When he's on it, he can throw 400 yards, four touchdowns, yeah. probably an interception or two, but we'll talk about the Falcons. I can't wait to talk about the Falcons. So how do you think about them getting Zach Wilson and then a corner? I think they can also maybe address – they don't have a running back, and maybe they if something falls in the offensive tackle to 23, which I don't think, I think they're going to fly yeah. off the board. Um, those are the other two positions that they definitely need help with and obviously defense. Um, but Zach Wilson, how do you feel about that? Because some people probably have Justin Fields above him. Yeah. Well, I like Justin Fields because it's confidence. He said, I'm the best quarterback in the draft. He said it with confidence. I like that. He wasn't, he wasn't even like cocky. He's like, if a quarterback gets drafted before me, they're going to have to prove it. And I was like, damn. I was like, that was good. That was the best thing of his pro day. His post game, you know, things. I was like, damn, all right. So I can't wait for, for Justin Fields wherever he goes. 49ers, Panthers. No, not, not Panthers. 49ers. Who do we have him going to? We have him going 49ers, to. Justin Fields. 49ers, yeah. So. I like this. I, I, I'm always skeptical of a new quarterback coming in as a starter. I always like to see him behind a quarterback like Justin Herbert. Well, he was behind Tyrod Taylor for only one game, but look what happens. I, I don't think Zach Wilson is talented as Justin Herbert. He's getting really hyped up, and hype carries a lot of weight leading up to the draft. Especially he got for New York teams. Especially, yeah, it's a big market. I mean, it's the Jets, but, like, Jet fans are loyal as shit, like, Girls, if your boy, if your boyfriend is a Jets fan, stay with that. Stay yep. with him. He, he's loyal. He's a good man. He's a good man. <laughs> Especially Charger fans, too. Super loyal. Um, but um, they got Densville Means, hopefully comes back healthy. Some really raw talent there. Corey Davis, I love that one. He's gonna be a monster in the red zone, big play potential. Running backs, I don't know what running backs they got. I know they got that young guy, they got Ty Johnson, Josh Adams. I if you don't remember him, he was on the Eagles for a little bit. Tevin Coleman, they got Tevin yeah, Coleman. I think that was. I think those are just quick band aids. If they really want to get a running back, I think they should around twenty three. But okay. it's Rob Sala. He's a defensive mind. He's gonna want some some new players on the defense. I want to. Oh, they got Lamichael Pernier, P Ryan. I like him too. I think I think they're fine running backs. But if they really want to get you know set up Zach Wilson for success, they will, especially with the offensive tackle. But at twenty three, I don't see a lot of big yeah. name offensive tackles. Lastly, that far. before we um, change over. To the Bills, do you think they could have a trade possibly? At 23, let's see. If I look at the teams in front of them, like them trading up? Trading up or trading down? The only, con the only 
suitors I could see him trading up to is probably the Panthers. Uh, Panthers, if they don't dress, I, I think they could get offensive tackle later. Um, they could get a couple, especially if they trade down and get a couple picks in the second round, third, you know, set yourself up because you lost a couple second I thirds, think get one, those back. A team that loves trades is the Dolphins at 18, so only five spots away. If the Dolphins like how the wide receiver draft is going, maybe could hold out for a little bit, five more picks. And New York, mm. with another good offer, expand their draft capital. This is a team that loves to you yeah. know, just rack up draft capital. This could be a, a move right there for them. Maybe the Giants. Maybe – no, the Cowboys need it. Broncos are probably going to draft someone they need to. I call them, The only suitors I see here are the Panthers on number eight. Maybe Washington, but at that point, it's only four spots ahead. So, I mean, yeah. might as well just wait it out. So, I don't see any draft possibilities here. Um, they're going to get their quarterback and they're going to get whatever. I think whatever best talent yeah. at 23, at 23 yeah. if they see a good wide receiver, I know they need a corner. If they see a good wide receiver, I think they'll grab them. Same thing with the edge. I think edges towards the end of the first round is going to be popping for edge rushers and the second round linebackers is going to be popping too as well. So it all depends how the draft goes. And with our draft mock draft, Greg Newsom falls for him. Good guy in North Northwestern, pretty physical corner. Rob Sala, he's going to want some more defensive pieces. So, all right. So, uh, you, you're all done with the yep. Jets? All right, moving on to the Bills. So, the Bills' biggest free, uh, free agent signee, they did get Emmanuel Sanders. They did lose John Brown, but I think that cancels out. If Emmanuel Sanders is healthy, he's a veteran, uh, 34 years old, still got it in him. I know wide receivers don't last um, past 30. Signed a one-year, $6 million contract. Josh Allen is just getting better and better. MVP contention. Uh, he's his Completion his rookie year was 59%, jumps to 70% two years. He's getting developed there perfectly. Josh, uh, John Brown had um, career highs. Uh, Cole Beasley had career highs. Stephon Diggs had career highs. So I'm not saying Emmanuel had career high because he has some pretty good seasons. Um, with the Broncos, he was with the Saints. He was uh, he, Niners as well. he was with the Niners as well. So I think this is a perfect addition for Josh Allen because they did lose John Brown. I think Emmanuel Sanders is probably a little bit more talented, and that veteran mentality brings to the locker room is is just you can't pay for that. You know, you got to find that in those guys. Well, they didn't really get too much moves. They lost Tyler Croft, um, tight end. They did get a uh, Hollister, Jacob Hollister from the Seahawks. I like that one. Their tight ends they got there, are, are, I think they're Knox. set. Dox, yeah, Knox. Questionable signing is Mitch Trubisky. Um, <laughs> don't know what they were thinking there. Maybe, backup, though, maybe I think they're looking in the interest of Trubisky. Like, hey, we got Josh Allen. Maybe Trubisky learned a couple things. And the the QB coach for the Bills is he's slipping my mind right now. Really developed Josh Allen, so maybe he could develop Trubisky because I think Trubisky needs that. Maybe even new scenery. Maybe Josh Allen. Um, you know, when he's injured, maybe even when the Bills are up by a lot, they could throw Trubisky in there. I think that's just an insurance policy. They're you know, you might as well have a decent backup because Jake form as you know cancel himself because <laughs> his his text message got i don't want to repeat the text messages because they're just bad but he canceled himself they drafted him i think in the fourth fifth round from georgia i forgot about that yeah his text message got leaked so uh hide your kid hide your wives and save your password because text messages are getting exposed all over the place it's 2021 cancel season so i think that's just an insurance policy so i can't blame him too much so uh, I think the Bills they are doing a team that were hampered by the cap space. Another one of those teams, that yeah, were, you know, dealing with a difficult cap situation. But they're also 
pretty much intact from last year. They didn't yeah, lose too they much. Didn't lose Matt too Filer, much. one of their line, uh, linemen, but I don't expect them to fall off too much. They just got Dan Feeney, I think. Or was it Forrest Lamp? Forrest Lamp. They Forrest just got Lamp. Forrest Lamp from the Chargers. Uh, he's great marketing. I mean, he sells yeah. lamps. Yeah. Made from trees. Forest, forest lamp. Lamp. Forest tree. That's cool. God, I man. like that. I'm going to miss him. Yeah. I almost, I went, I entered his raffle damn day, day window. People literally only like him on the Chargers because of his name. Yeah. I, I mean, that's Chargers don't get it started. Trigger a Charger fan. Talk about offensive line. Uh, <laughs> draft wise at 30, I don't see him trading up. I see him sticking there, getting the edge, the best one. I, honestly, I like Gregory Russo. In our mock draft, he didn't even, he wasn't even drafted in the first round. Hopefully, he could fall to the Chargers in the second round. I would love to see that. But we got um, Jason away from Penn State at number 30. Um, I can even say Quiddy Pay getting there, but I don't think he's going to drop that far. We have Quiddy Pay going to the Browns. And then we got Aziz Arjulari. Arjulari going to the Saints. So three edges and six picks. Uh, I think they need an edge. Their corners, I think, will be okay. They did lose to the Chiefs. They couldn't get to Patty Mahomes. So I think they're going to address that. They might have to verse him again. Um, did you see Patty Mahomes had a walking boot? Yeah. I did not. Because uh, I think oh, Turpo. Yeah, that was from the injury history. And no offensive line. Yeah. So um, watch out for Mr. Uh, Mahomes' comeback comeback trail. He's going to revenge. Oh, it's going to be crazy. But, yeah, I see edge here. I think they have to go edge. If Micah Parson falls that far, they'll get him. But at 30, it's just pretty much a high-end second-round pick. So um, I think they'll just get the best talent and – Based on how our draft went, Jason away from Penn State is the guy. So I think um, they're fine on offense. If they want to get offensive tackle here, they can. But we have a lot flying off the board in the first round like, like they usually do. You know what's crazy? They get so appreciated in the draft. But after when they draft it, they don't get a lot of appreciation. I don't think they get an offensive lineman. Oh, yeah. I don't think they get enough appreciation because they're the dude. Cesar Ruiz. How many of you guys know that guy? The center. I, I know him from the Saints. The center from the Saints. Yeah. He got drafted in the first round. Yeah. Not Saints a lot of people hero. remember him. Uh, the Bengals drafted the offensive tackle. He got injured, though. And the Falcons usually draft offensive tackle in the first round. They don't get enough appreciation. So maybe Austin Jackson gets appreciated over there in Miami. Yeah. Austin Jackson. Um, Beckton from the. Mackay Beckton. Yeah. Mackay Beckton. That's a huge dude. But going back to the Bills, I really kind of disagree because I think that they definitely need an edge, but their running back situation is. Mm. Abysmal. We talked we about this. Here. Yeah, do we do. Singletary and Zach Moss could improve. I think they could get better. Zach Moss, they spent a third round draft pick on him. Devin Singletary kind of reminds me of Tarek Cohen. They play out the same play style, uh, a, a, a passing or a catching runner back. So I could see him doing that. Zach Moss get it done from Utah. He, you know, he had to get thrown into this situation. And I don't think they're going to send a first round draft capital on a runner back, even though Ntien is available. Um, cause we only have Najee Harris going to the Cardinals or no, all the running backs are available in our mock draft. So I can see a running back going there, but three running backs, that doesn't work. When's yeah. the last time well, three I running backs worked? The, well, the Patriots because injuries, but, but I like, just, I just don't think Zach Moss and Zach Moss is not the answer. Zach Singletary was supposed to be the Give answer. him a year or two, man. Okay. Well, I think about how Jonathan Taylor in the Colts. Had a terrible start to last year, and he ended yeah. up being one of the better running backs at the end of the season. And maybe if he started off on fire, he would have been a rookie of the year candidate. But Singletary and Moss, they really needed to step up for Josh Allen and get a little bit more balance in there. It just didn't happen. And right after Josh Allen was an MVP candidate, why not go for a running back? I mean, the, the Chiefs went for a running back last year, late in the first yeah, round. That's true. I think this is another team in a similar situation like that. ETN, 
or um, Najee Harris, whoever falls, I mean, it's going to be one of the top running backs in there because I don't think three are going to go in the first round. Yeah. So whoever falls there, they have um, kind of versatility over here at the 30th pick, which is weird to say. Yeah. But I like where they're at. We can make a bet on that. I, I bet they won't draft a runner back. Okay, what are we going to bet? Dealer's choice. Okay. Dealer's choice. I don't think they will draft a runner back. I think they'll draft any other position. I think I got the upper hand in this oh my one. God. But I'll I, take that. <laughs> okay. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Well, all right. That wraps it up, right? That wraps it up. That wraps it up there. Um, that's the NFC East. AFC East. NFC East. AFC. AFC East. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> AFC East. AFC East. Because yeah. NFC East is Cowboys. Um, <laughs> whew. We don't know anything about football. We don't know nothing about football. I'm not a sports analyst. Um, but there you guys have it. Dolphins look exciting. The Jets come. The Zach Wilson time is here. Um, I think that's just that's just going to happen. That's yeah. we can just um, guarantee 100% guarantee that. Like Trevor Lawrence going to the Jaguars, 100% guarantee on that too. So um, stick around, guys. We're going to be doing a mock draft, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We got some trades. I know we kind of mentioned some players now. And we're also going to be opening a football card, some football cards with the mock draft while we're doing the mock draft. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So you guys have a wonderful day. First, where can we find you on social media? Oh, you guys can find me on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas. And make sure you follow the Fantasy Sportscape on all social media. David, what about you? You can find me, Sports Guy David, on all social media platforms right there too. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Go ahead and follow me there. I post all the mock drafts, all our crazy predictions leading up to the draft, and a lot of more interesting, fun stuff coming your way closer we get to the NFL season. So you guys have a wonderful day from Sports Guy David Lucas Rays and everyone here at the Fantasy Sports Cave. You guys have a wonderful, safe evening.